0: Hello everyone, your girl Tay here and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is August 17th, 2023 and this is episode 40, protecting the horseshoe crab from biomedical blood harvesting. That was a mouthful, but we will get through it. (laughs) The horseshoe crab is literally a living fossil so ancient so mysterious and so important to the ecosystem the biomedical industry also agrees that the species is essential because they drain the horseshoes of their blue blood for this episode i'll discuss how activists and conservationists help stop the harvesting of horseshoe crabs at a refuge in south carolina and how the species is crucial to our ecological communities But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. I now have monthly membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, hit to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and check out the videos over there. Once you're done listening over here, you guys already know the drill. Now, let's talk wild. The Horseshoe Crab, also known as the Living Fossil. Their ancestors were here prior to the dinosaurs, more than 200 years before. And despite their name, they are not actually crabs. They are relatives of spiders and scorpions. Listen, I just said this in the last podcast episode. We need to change, you know, stuff around. If this species isn't a crab, it shouldn't even really you know, have the crab name in its name. Like, what? what is going on here? What's going on here? Like, back in the day, you know, they just, you know, scientists, researchers, they was like, look, this what it is, whatever. But I feel like these things, things could change. Like, come on. Like, can we just give it horseshoe, uh, arachnid or something? Like, it's not a crab, so it's no point. Of calling it that. I don't know. You guys leave a comment. Let me know how you guys feel about, you know, species of animals named after animals that they're not even uh, part of or are. Like, just leave a comment. Let me know. <laughs> now, I've always loved horseshoe crabs. Growing up in Maryland, going to Ocean City, going to Assateague State Park, horseshoe crabs was a normal thing to see. And oh, 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 my young mind. I was thinking that the horseshoe crabs, ugh, I hate saying the crab part. I'm thinking that the horseshoes were living their best life, but in actuality, they were being harvested. But we'll get into that a little later. They can be found along the Gulf of Mexico to the Atlantic coast, where they will lay their egg clusters on and in beach areas. They are so unique. They're shaped like horseshoes, and they have long tails called telsons. The tails don't sting, they aren't venomous, and they aren't used as a weapon. Like, y'all, I know some of y'all out there thinking that the horseshoe crabs is out there sword fighting with the tails, with the telsons. No, that's not what's going on. Not any horseshoe crab uh, wars, nothing like that is going on going on okay they use their tails to help flip them over when they end up you know flipped upside down the waves come crashing in sometimes they end up you know upside down so the tails help them flip back over you know however listen just because they don't sting they look sharp they look sharp to me so i wouldn't want to accidentally you know step on or a horseshoe crab's tail like i don't want to do that no i feel like if they had to go into battle you know ancient times because it's an ancient species you know they had they got the armor the exoskeleton they got the armor and they got the sword the tail can y'all imagine horseshoe crabs just having a sword fight with their tails (laughs) i play too much my imagination look I blame it on my childhood. Sesame Street Barney, you know. Imagination, use your imagination, you know. (laughs) They also are mysterious. But I expect nothing less because they are the relatives of Scorpions. So shout out to all the fellow Scorpios out there. Our time is coming Scorpio season is coming we just gotta you know get through the rest of Leo season and get through Virgo and Libra seasons and then you know the Scorpios will be in full effect okay period and speaking of the zodiac that also brings us to their connection to the moon their peak spawn period is high tide during both full and new moons it seems strange to some but what else do you expect from an ancient species? Of course they follow the moon. Mother Moon who has the power to control the tides. They all have an understanding and their connection runs deeper than the oceans. Y'all like that. I ate that. I ate that up, didn't I? I love that. Y'all know how, y'all know how I be coming with the words. Not Mother Moon has the power to control the tides, and they all have an understanding, and their connection runs deeper than the oceans. Okay. <laughs> y'all know I'm a poet at heart. Okay, so I'ma always give y'all a little, you know, words here and there, a little throw it in here and there. hmm. And as I said before, I thought they were uh living their best life, but of course. Humans had to come and use the species for something. It's always something. According to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, up to 4 million horseshoe crabs were harvested annually and used as fertilizer or animal food. Currently, crabs are harvested for bait and conch in American eel fisheries on the Atlantic coast. Horseshoe crabs saw a substantial increase in harvest in the 1990s, which spurred the need for management on a coast-wide scale. In 1998, the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, also known as ASMFC, a management organization with representatives from each state on the Atlantic coast developed a horseshoe crab management plan, end quote. According to the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, the horseshoe crabs are also collected by the biomedical industry to support the production of LAL, a clotting agent that aids in the detection of human pathogens in patients, drugs, and intravenous devices. Blood from the horseshoe crab is obtained by collecting adults and extracting a portion of their blood. Most crabs collected and bled by the biomedical industry are, as required by the FMP, released alive to the water from where they were collected. However, a portion of these crabs die from the procedure. End quote. I was going to say unalive, but I just said it. Like, you two, get over it. They don't say that. Say unalive. Oh, no, I'm not. I'll say it here and there, but I'm not, I I was not saying it just now. <laughs> now back to the research. According to the NOAA, because their blue copper-based blood quickly clots in the presence of bacterial toxins, medical researchers use it to test intravenous drugs, vaccines, and medical devices, ensuring that they are free of bacterial contamination. Every year, many thousands of horseshoe crabs are harvested from their habitats, bled of about one-third of their blood and then returned to the beach, you know, unharmed, or relatively unharmed, mm-hmm, end quote. So which one is it? The NOAA says, you know, they're not really, you know, that harmed, you know. And then the commission that actually manages their species says that a portion of the horseshoes die after being drained of their, you know, blood, some of their blood. So as the debate continues, researchers, activists, and conservationists, they ain't trying to hear none of that. They've jumped in to help the living fossil from being exploited, especially exploited when they're in a place that is, you know, there to protect them and protect uh, the other species that rely on the horseshoes for, you know, food, you know, it's an ecosystem. They need each other. But we'll get into that later. We're going to get into this lawsuit. Mm -hmm. In a press release in October of 2020, the Defenders of Wildlife stand by the lawsuit filed against the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. In the complaint filed in Charleston Federal Court, Defenders of Wildlife alleges that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is allowing the harvest on Cape Roman, South Carolina, Uh, violated the National Wildlife Refuge Improvement Act of 1997, the Endangered Species Act, and the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. The complaint states, among other things, the federal wildlife agency failed to take into account the shorebird's reliance on the horseshoe crab eggs and how taking away crabs would affect the imperiled red knot's ability to feed and migrate. Okay. That's a migratory, uh, bird that travels from South America to the Arctic, honey. They take a long trip. Okay. The red knots. Okay. Overall, by authorizing commercial horseshoe crab harvesting at Cape Roman, which has killed chicks, destroyed eggs, disturbed countless birds, and affected their abilities to breed, feed, and shelter, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has breached its legal obligation under the Refuge Improvement Act to ensure that its management of the refuge will not undermine the refuge purpose." End That was a lot, but I will say this. The Defenders of Wildlife, they really get active. They don't play around. They do exactly what their mission states. They are dedicated. Uh, To the protection of all native animals and plants in their natural communities. You know, I've used them as a source a couple of times, so shout out to them. Now, the Southern Environmental Law Center, whose mission is to protect the basic right to clean air, clean water, and a livable climate, to preserve our region's uh, natural treasures and rich biodiversity, and to provide a healthy environment for all. They filed the lawsuit on behalf of the defenders of wildlife to halt the harvest of the horseshoe crabs. But before we get into the lawsuit and the end result for that, make sure you guys follow Let's Talk Wild on all podcasting and social media platforms. Sign up to become a member on my podcast website. You'll get a shout out and you will be able to pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. I'm very uh, interested in. And what you guys want me to talk about, I have some people that have signed up. Shout out to y'all. I will do the names and all of that uh, at the end of the month. So I'm going to give you guys some more time to sign up to the podcast subscription. Please support your girls, support uh, the podcast I appreciate you guys if you're on YouTube like the video subscribe to the YouTube channel now let's get back to the horseshoe crabs and this lawsuit Mm -hmm, it was going down it went down with this lawsuit okay and we'll get to the result in a few Earlier this year, SELC and DOW, that's Southern Environmental Law Center and Defenders of Wildlife, they filed a motion for a preliminary injunction seeking to suspend commercial harvesting activities in Cape Roman, which are conducted on behalf of a pharmaceutical company. That company is Charles River Laboratories. The motion urges that the service can only allow harvesting to resume after it has complied with its legal responsibilities under the endangered. Species Act and the National Wildlife Refuge System Improvement Act. In May, a federal judge blocked Charles River Laboratories from harvesting the horseshoe crabs from Cape Roman National Wildlife Refuge until a sustainable decision could be made. On August 7th, 2023, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service issued its final decision, choosing to halt the commercial harvest of horseshoe crabs in Cape Roman National Wildlife Refuge. They recognized that the procedure went against the mission of the National Wildlife Refuge System. Can we get a applause Cue the animals? Can we get a standing ovation? Okay. Not enough. You, know, you don't want to stand up. You ain't got to because I ain't. <laughs> but... You know, we're standing up in spirit, okay? (laughs) This was a great win. The birds and the other species of animals depend on the horseshoe crabs to have healthy population numbers. The migratory birds that stop at the refuge to eat the horseshoe eggs before they hit the skies to finish their migration. It's an ecosystem. They rely on each other. If you just keep taking and taking you'll destroy it and it's a refuge like I don't understand for the people that are upset about this I know it's all about money for them allegedly you know but it's a refuge it's established to protect wildlife why would anyone think taking the animals would be okay I don't care if you put them back some of them still die they should be able to safely go to these beaches and lay their eggs and not worry about getting swooped up and taken and poked for their blood. I know maybe because the companies, you know, were getting away with it for so long. They probably thought, you know, things would continue to go underneath the radar, allegedly, in my opinion, but activists and conservationists and horseshoe crab lovers. Y'all already know. They said, not on my watch. None of this will continue. So shout out to them for handling this. They made valid points and got the win in the end. Now, will the company find another source of horseshoe crabs? I'll keep a close eye on who will bite the bait and allow the company to harvest, allegedly. Maybe they just can't harvest from... You know, that's what it's looking like. They just can't harvest from the refuge. But can they harvest from another part of, you know, the coast? South Carolina coast that isn't protected? We'll see. I'll keep you guys up to, up to date on that. We're going to keep our uh, paws and claws dug into this story. And we're going to continue to follow it. And y'all know I will give you guys some updates. But you guys let me know how you feel about today's topic. Protecting the horseshoe crab from biomedical blood harvesting leave a comment on the let's talk about instagram page and youtube channel make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription once you sign up y'all already know you get a shout out you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about mm-hmm. you can go to my podcast website on bussprout to sign up i will have the link in the description box Love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.